Hello and welcome to The Home Building Hero, where we make you the hero in your new home. I am your host, David Bellman. Thank you for tuning in today. Our topic is 10 steps to buying a new home. So you're in the market for a new home and you're ready to get going. Well, that's awesome. But instead of just jumping right in and hiring a realtor and trying to buy a house right away, you'll have a much more successful process if you follow these 10 steps. So let's get started. The first step is to research the area. And most people just don't take the time to do it, but it's really important to make sure that you get an area that you're really comfortable with. So first and foremost, I would suggest going online and looking at property listings just so that you can get a feel for what's available and what's the selling price in that area. Make sure to also check, if you can, your local newspaper because a lot of times they'll report recent sales in the area and you can keep a track of that and see what the average sale price is for those homes. You can also find that on Zillow with their estimates, but keep in mind that those aren't always 100% accurate. They average things out sometimes, so if there hasn't been a sale recently or if you're looking at a home and there's a vacant lot nearby, that will reduce the value because they just average everything in the area. You can also look at county websites. A lot of times they will have assessed value data, which is helpful, although the assessed value does not always equal the sale price. So just keep that in mind. The second step when buying a new home is to look at your finances. Do you know how much of a mortgage you can afford? It's a good idea to get an idea of that. And typically, most people, if they're going to buy a house, they can purchase a home that's between three to five times what their total household income is. So that's kind of a good guideline. However, if you have a lot of debt, then you're probably going to be on that lower end of that spectrum. If you feel like your finances are in order, the next step to buying that new home, number three, is to get pre-approved. This is super important because getting that pre-approval will assure you that you know how much you can spend on this brand new home or this existing home that you're buying. And it also shows when you're writing offers, if you have a pre-approval letter, that you're serious about buying that home. And especially in a competitive market like we have today, having all that information at your disposal and being able to prove to your seller that you're a worthy buyer is really valuable. All right, once you've got your pre-approval, the fourth step in buying your new home is to select your real estate agent. And this is really important that you find someone that you're comfortable with, that you get along with, but also somebody that you feel is you know, on the same page as you as far as what you want in the home. Don't let them tell you what you want. You want them to understand what you're looking for and make sure that they have your best interest in mind. The fit is important, but it's also important to find an agent that's knowledgeable about the area. Because if they are from a totally different city, they may not know your market very well. The other thing is some agents specialize in certain types of property. So don't bring a commercial real estate in to help you buy a house if, you know, they have no experience whatsoever in residential. You know, if they do high-end custom homes and you're looking at starter homes, they may not be much help to you either. So just keep that in mind when you're selecting your real estate agent. The fifth step when buying your home is to go and look at houses and then make an offer. And a lot of times people just jump into this step, but you want to lay that groundwork like I've mentioned before, before you do this step. So you're going to want to have a general list of what is important to you. That would be things like price, size, location, 
and other items that are you know on your must-have list of course like if you must have two baths or must have an attached garage or you know must have a basement with bright windows in it whatever those must-haves are you want to get that list and discuss that with your realtor and make sure that they filter out those searches for you now be careful because if you get too picky you may not find any properties and then you're going to want to go and look at some but i suggest before you just go and do showings on a whole bunch of houses do a drive-by first because you're probably going to eliminate a few of them after driving by them because let's face it agents are pretty smart they can take good pictures sometimes take an angle and remove things from the background that you wouldn't necessarily pick up in a picture that are there like you might find out there's a big power line right behind the house well if you angle the picture just right you won't see it so take a drive by first because there might be some things that you just don't like or when you go up and look at the house in person you go nah this is definitely not for me so do that first before you just bother to set up a showing whittle your list down and and look for a few homes and sometimes you'll see the right one right away and other times you got to look at a few before you make your selection so um and sometimes you just don't find what you're looking for and you wait a little while and you, you go back in and, and look at some new properties. Then once, you've, of course, you've found the home of your dreams and you're ready to go, you work with your agent on submitting an offer. And you might negotiate a little bit on it back and forth. Otherwise, if it's a very uh, attractive property, uh, you may want to write for a full price or even above asking price just to make sure you get it. The sixth step in this process then is to schedule a home inspection. And you will need to pay for this, and it's typically a professional person with a designation, and what they're gonna do is they're going to look through the property and make a list of the condition of the property. And then they will make a list of items that they think you should have addressed. Now sometimes this is more informational than anything, so don't get freaked out if you see a long list of things, because a lot of times it's just stuff like, hey, make sure that this downspout's connected, you know, make sure to check the furnace every year. But there also may be some items on there that are things that you have to have the seller look at to repair. And you always have to remember that it has to be a material adverse effect for it to be something that needs to be repaired. So if it's just, well, there's some you know, paint chip on the siding. Okay, well, that doesn't really affect the value of the home. It's not worth going to war over. However, if the furnace is in danger of starting on fire or breaking down, yes, that could affect the value of the home. That should be something that's a safety issue that needs to be fixed. So then your agent will prepare a list and send it to your seller to make sure that they sign off on these items or that they agree to repair those items. So that is the sixth item on your list in buying a new home. Now, once you have that inspection taken care of, now, again, too, if they don't want to fix it, the seller can also reduce the price, but then you're going to need to get an estimate on the work and use that as a basis for what the cost would be to take off the price of the home. So just keep that in mind that you can negotiate with those items somewhat, and instead of maybe having the seller do it, if they would rather have you take care of it, especially if you're going to remodel an area where it needs to be fixed, you might be better off just to take a small credit uh, on that item and then use it towards your work and your repair. Once you have that handled, the seventh step is to finalize your loan. 
You're going to need to go back into your bank, even though you've been pre-approved, and complete the necessary steps to get your mortgage. That's going to be bringing in all your paperwork, making sure that you have all your documentation. And we cover a lot of these items in another podcast about applying for a mortgage and what you need to know. So if you want more information on that, make sure you check out that podcast. It's super informative. And then once you've got your loan finalized, they also are going to order, and this is the eighth step, an appraisal. Okay, so they're going to get an appraisal done and that's going to determine the value of the home. Now, home is only worth what someone else is willing to pay for it, but they still need to protect their asset at the bank by having a third party go out. They will look at the home and they will come up with values based on comparable sales in the area. And sometimes the home will appraise for more than your purchase price and that obviously makes it very easy for the bank, but other times it doesn't appraise for purchase price. That doesn't mean the home is not worth it. It just means that there wasn't similar homes in the area that were sold that you could document. Then once you've got your appraisal done, they will go through underwriting and then voila, you've got your mortgage. So the ninth step in buying your home is to complete all the paperwork. You're not done yet because you still have to go and set up your closing. Okay. So You're going to need to also get some other things in place. You're going to need to get your homeowner's insurance. You're going to want to make sure that all those repairs that the seller agreed to have been done. You're also going to want to do a walkthrough with your agent just to make sure those repairs are done and make sure that the condition of the home is still in the same condition that you purchased it in. In addition, you're also going to have to get your utilities set up. You're probably going to need to contact your movers and take care of any preparations on your side, whether you're selling your own property or moving out of apartment, getting all those things handled as well. And then the 10th and final step is to complete the purchase. And you go to your closing, typically at a title company or at your bank, and here you're gonna sign all the remaining paperwork. And believe me, there's a lot of it, but that's all part of the process. You're gonna be signing mortgage, you're gonna be signing Uh, disclosure forms, Uh, you can be completing any loose items, Uh, you're going to um, not only sign big paperwork, but um, you may sign um, some escrow agreements and different things like that. And uh, after that, you'll get the keys to your new home and you're going to be a property owner. And it's a very exciting day, can be a little stressful. Uh, One thing I always recommend too, when you're going through this process is to make sure you leave extra time in, especially if there's a wire coming in so like if if uh, you are buying the home and your bank is from out of the area they've got to transfer the money and they only wire money at certain times of the day and so you know if don't have your mover set up for eight o'clock in the morning and have an eight o'clock closing because they're gonna be sitting in the driveway for a while and not gonna be very happy so you know you want to kind of plan for it if you got a morning closing it could be till afternoon till your funds are available and a lot of times your seller will not give you the keys to that that home of yours until those funds have been wired over. So just be aware of that because you don't really get the possession of the home until you've fully closed on it. So just be careful about scheduling things. A lot of times it's nice to have an extra day or two in there so that you know you can have your closing and then you can kind of set up the next day to get moved in. Otherwise it gets really stressful trying to do that all at one time. So We hope you found this podcast to be super informative and I hope you enjoyed the 10 steps to buying a new home. If you have more questions about this, certainly 
check out our website. We have a full article on this at www.bellmanhomes.com. That's B-E-L-M-A-N homes.com. And of course, please make sure you like and subscribe to our podcast to support the channel. And also, if you know anyone at all that's looking at building or buying a new home, please have them tune in because we want to provide you all the information that you need to make an informed decision. And we have new episodes coming out every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So we appreciate you listening in, and I want to thank you all and wish you the best.